<clears throat> right. Oh. Are you ready? Oh. <laughs> yes. Hello, you are listening to Off Radar with me, James Smith. Me, Neil Brock. And me, James Etop. It's a movie podcast! We can do characters that fly and shoot laser beams and do woo! Beneath all of that, it's all about friendship. Playing the drums until his hands are bleeding. Each week, one of us picks a movie that all three of us either haven't seen in many years, or in some cases, haven't seen at all. We each head off and watch the chosen movie, return to the microphone, then waffle about it for your listening pleasure. Furthermore, if you want to join in and suggest a movie for us to watch, why not tweet us at Offer? Radar Podcast or email us on offradarpod at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, share, and review. It really helps getting the pod out there. For now, strap in, turn the volume up, and let's go off radar. radar. <laughs> I think you need to turn off Etox camera already. Here we go again. Um, off radar. Episode jcvd i had to think about that john claude van damme 2008 movie we're talking about today with neil brock hello there you go he went uh first this yes. time and james douglas etock is that hello your middle oh, name? oh, <laughs> I, oh my... sorry, I jumped in <laughs> i was doing my, pre- my oh, pregnant pause it's, uh, oh, pause. it's all over uh, uh, douglas is your middle name isn't yeah. it According to Wikipedia, yeah, anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. Cool, we're a thrill a minute on this podcast. Yeah. There we go. So today we are talking about JCVD. Um, and Sounds like some kind of STI, no. doesn't it? Yeah, I'd never heard of this film before you said about it. Um, but yeah, there we go. I think before I say anything more, maybe I'll just hand straight over to you, Nigel, to give us a brief rundown of the film and why you picked it first of all i haven't seen it and before this and i don't you guys had not seen it either. no i'd always wanted to watch it and I'll, I'll explain why in a second but rather than hand it over to me what you should have really done is like the splits and then some kind of punch into the nuts yeah. so that would have been the jcvd way of yeah. of handing it over but or or maybe it wouldn't have been in this film <laughs> well this is true this is so true. This is old spoiler <clears throat> yeah so Jean-Claude Van Damme when I was growing up I was a big fan of uh, JCVD as he's we're probably going to call him for the rest of this because saying Jean-Claude Van Damme every time is going to take quite a long time um, so yeah we, we discussed Arnie in a previous podcast and we've discussed Stallone in the past as well with like in Rocky films and stuff like that he is for me one of the quintessential action heroes from the 80s probably maybe that sort of tier just below the likes of sort of Arnie and Stallone but nevertheless loved a lot of his films and sort of give a bit of context as I said when I was growing up I was a big fan of some of his earlier films so there was uh, Kickboxer and Bloodsport which for me absolute classics before then even there was No Retreat No Surrender where he did a bit of a Dolph Lundgren and played like the evil Russian in like a karate tournament there tends to be a theme of uh, JCVD films of like tournaments and obviously fighting as well um but then he made a couple of like really what I thought were good films, um, not just like sort of karate films, essentially, when he made uh, a film called AWOL, which is otherwise known as like Lionheart, which had a bit of a, an emotional core and just a decent story. And I just really enjoyed it. Um, he did Time Cop, which is a bit hit and miss, but again, sort of fit in this kind of mold of enjoyable Jean-Claude Van Damme films. Um, as well as that was Universal Soldier which I think at the time was a bit of a classic as well and also featured Dolph Lundgren had some absolutely classic lines as well uh, maybe we'll talk about that in one day in the future um, 
And yeah, so there's a few films kind of around that period. And then for me, really, JCVD, his career kind of went off the, the edge of a cliff. He was star in, starring in films with people like Dennis Rodman and Rob Schneider. Um, and it just, it kind of went almost into like parody mode. In fact, just before that, something I should mention, he also did a film called Hard Target with John Woo. And for those who don't know, John Woo was a sort of an extremely famous director from sort of Hong Kong, did these like amazing martial art not necessarily martial arts, but action films like Hard Boiled. Um, and it was his first American film and it got dogged down by studio politics and ridiculous edits and it just wasn't the film it should have been. But yeah, after that, as I said, it's almost like straight-to-video style films that poor Jean-Claude found himself doing. And I think it's at this point when JCVD, the film, was actually made around 2008. So his, his career has said it's kind of gone, it's, it's waned, certainly. He's doing these sort of direct-to-TV type, direct-to-DVD rubbishy films that really don't have any kind of plot it's just an excuse to kick someone in the head and fire some guns that kind of thing and jumping straight into jcvd the film you kind of have an action sequence that kind of takes the piss of this where jean claude's doing this like ridiculous long sort of winded fight scene like punching through glass kicking people punching women all sorts of stuff and it's like one ridiculously long tracking <laughs> shot kind of gets to the end and he's like oh we missed this bit we missed this spot this one didn't work and the director's like almost i can't remember if he's like playing a game on his phone or whatever isn't he throwing, like throwing, throwing darts isn't he at the uh, yeah like at a hollywood target yeah. hollywood, hollywood yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. like yeah i don't give a shit like it's just a paycheck kind of thing and that's the kind of position jean claude found his career in and so for those that aren't aware in this film he's playing himself it's it's almost like a close-ish to like a documentary style mockumentary whatever you want to call it where it's just following his life and unfortunately in this film his life's not going very well he's estranged from his daughter and his wife getting divorced there's a court case there's money problems there's all these things that are going on we have an actor here who's obviously disgruntled whose known past problems i just mentioned are less than ambiguous and whose entire career experience is with films whose values no responsible, aware parent would ever want to expose their children to, including myself, Your Honor. Yeah, and so the film progresses with him just back in Belgium, which is where he's originally from, not scary Russia or any places like that. And he goes to a post office to get some money to pay his lawyer for fees related to his court case. And through some mishaps and misunderstandings, it turns out the police are outside whilst the place is actually getting done over by a bunch of robbers and they think it's Van Damme who's actually robbing the place and he's gone desperate and gone crazy. <laughs> so you've got this bizarre concept of like Jean-Claude Van Damme is committing a crime in a post office in the middle of Belgium. So you get all these like fans showing up going, we love JCVD. And it's like yeah. inside you think, wow, at some point he's going to be kicking ass and doing all this stuff. But the f I love, um, sorry, just to interject very slightly yeah. there, I love that bit how you see it from all the different people's perspectives. So you see it from like some cashier's perspective and then you see it from like inside, don't you? So you're kind of trying to figure out if he's actually holding up the post office or not. He walks in, you kind of see him, and he's like, he shouts at a cop, he's like, get away from here, and there's like gunshots and all sorts. And yeah, you see it from that initial one where it's like the policeman and the people outside, and they're like, oh my God, Jean-Claude Van Damme just went in there, and he's turning the place over. And then, as you said, Smith, it gets to the point where you actually see it from Van Damme's perspective, where he's desperate, he sort of blags his way in by speaking to the security guard, 
who turns out to be one of the accomplices who's actually trying to rob the place and a huge Jean-Claude Van Damme fan. I, I would say he's very similar to me in character. If I met Van Damme, I'd just be like, mm-hmm. oh my God, you're amazing. I want to talk to you about all your films and all this kind of stuff and just, well, utterly geek out on him. Um, and yeah, so Van Damme's put in this sort of really awkward situation and he's, he's all over the news and all these things are going wrong. And rather than just being, let's concentrate solely on Van Damme and that Van Damme is the star, it actually focuses a lot on the cops that are involved in the situation, on the people who are actually sort of doing this heist, how they can get away with it and how they kind of cleverly put Van Damme as the, at the forefront of what's happening to try and basically escape. And um, yeah, it's... For a Van Damme film, there just isn't that much action. But I don't think that's not necessarily that's, a bad. That, that's thing. that's the beauty of it, isn't it? It's like, yeah, there's. No, I was going to say, like, I I didn't know. I I remember hearing about this film from Nige around. I think around about two thousand eight nine was the first time I met Nige, and you know, obviously that mutual love of action films and stuff. And I remember him talking about there's a film coming out or been out called uh, JCVD. Got it right. And um, I just remember thinking, like, oh, that sounds really cool. But I, if you'd said to me, it's like a very serious film I'd have been like no no sure it's a parody movie just hearing the title and the idea behind it because you can imagine like the synopsis the brief synopsis for this movie would be um, Jean-Claude Van Damme goes into a post office and mistakenly gets caught up in um, you know a sequence of events in which he is you know uh, presumed to be the criminal or something but it's it's like a really wonderfully serious gritty dark movie that I, I, I did not see coming Monsieur Van Damme The opening logo, which is fantastic, but I think the company is like obviously a French company, um, Galmont, and it's a, like a little child walking along with um, a, I think it's a, um, a little flower, and Jean-Claude Van Damme, the silhouette, walks up and does a spinning kick and knocks the, the flower out of the hat, or like nicks the flower and it flies up in the sky. And that that opening like mocking of the like original logo for Galmon, it just it strikes you as oh this is going to be a funny film because Van Damme in the logo has just beaten up the child, so you kind of get that idea. But as the film progresses, like you said, Smith, that 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 the way you see it initially with those two guys talking and going oh look the Arabs are the bad guys again, and then there was a line he goes. Uh, he's complaining about 80s action heroes. He's going like Stallone, Seagal. I don't know if he's mentioned Lundgren, but going through him, Schwarzenegger. And uh, he said, oh, JC, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. And the guy goes, he never hit any Arabs or something like that. <laughs> that was a really good line. But um, oh. but like going back to uh, January of this year, I sat down and watched for the first time um, Al Pacino Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah. And I, I watched it. And I so I the the... the I didn't. I haven't looked on since watching that movie, uh, JCVD. I didn't do any comparison watching or any like looking online. But the set, the premise was pretty similar. I, I mean, there was no, there yeah, was no yeah. misunderstanding in there. It was it, but it all felt the 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 place felt like one big set. In Dog Day Afternoon, they rob a bank. In this one, it's post office. But the intention is still the same. And you get the you get the points of view or like the the strong characters in it are the cops the protagonist antagonist inside the post office and the crowd i mean in dog day afternoon the crowd play play a ridiculous huge 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 part in the movie but um in this not so much but like you say there was that whole holding up the signs we love jean-claude van damme and all this (laughs) 
the other thing that made me laugh was watching this film and starting to get those thoughts of this feels very dog day afternoonish. And then one of the baddies in the in the in the heist, oh, yeah. he's got that hairstyle. He's sort of like you think at one point he says something like, "You're supposed to be in charge. Don't make me be in charge" or something to one of the other uh, uh, baddies. I'm going to refer to them as baddies. And he's got that hairstyle which is like receding but long. And it looks exactly the same as the guy from Dog Day Afternoon. And I'm thinking, like, was that like a homage or something? It's just, it just seems really. I forget the actor's name, but he passed away like, you know, many, many years ago. Obviously, many years ago. I think, but, like, he was an actor, and I think every film he was in was pretty much uh, nominated for an Oscar because he had yeah. such a short career. John Calzali. Cal- Cal- yeah, something Cal- like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was, and he, it was, he did Dog Day Afternoon. I think he was in like The Deer Hunter, The Godfather, The Godfather Part Two, and The Conserva- Conservation, The Conversation, I should say. And yeah, just had an absolute ridiculous run, but then got diagnosed with 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 cancer and yeah, passed from, away. I, I think, think he was life. going out with Meryl Streep as well. Bloody hell! So, yeah, I it's, think he was like. Wow. So it's, yeah, it's one of those things that I need to. I want. I might sit down at some point and like read all about uh, JCVD behind the scenes and see if there was that correlation mm. because. There, there seems to be and don't get me wrong not for one second am I saying oh this film's ripping off that film because every film in a, in a way you know pays homage or takes ideas from others but the music was amazing in it it's like proper almost like 70s it almost doesn't fit the mm. film at times there's some really kind of I don't know it feels very like 80s electro pop music at times it's like wow this feels kind of out of place but it, it works what the hell is wrong with you? you? Did you get the money? Yeah, yeah, of course, but what the fuck? Okay, then, uh, do your job. Si tu fais rouge ton gamin, tu le retrouves en plusieurs tomes. T'as compris? And you're quite, kind of half expecting Van Damme to be that classic Van Damme character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, right, karate kick, yeah. punch, done. Yeah, yeah you're, you're constantly <clears throat> waiting for that moment. You're waiting for the hero moment of the film. And it doesn't come, really. I mean, it comes in a different way. And um, like for me, I haven't really seen any Van Damme films. You'll be shocked to that know. That is surprising. So, you know, like growing up, Stallone, Arnie. But Van Damme just kind of passed me by. Oh, wow. So going into this film... I, I didn't really know what to expect because first of all I didn't know anything about it but second of all I was expecting you know like I was expecting an action film and the first scene like you both kind of alluded to you're you get that and you're like oh okay and then all of a sudden you realize that <laughs> it's a movie within a movie and it's not just people missing punches by yeah you there know, is one that's foot. particularly and bad. I was, yeah <laughs> and I was like this looks awful um but then you realize that it's a movie within a movie um and then it kind of takes this kind of i i you said a dog about dog day afternoon etoc i in my notes i wrote down a cross between dog day afternoon and birdman yeah with the, uh, with the okay. single so, shots right yeah well no more more his kind of character oh, right, okay. you know like that kind of the sadness of his character not being able to live up to oh, especially, who he yeah. was. Yeah, I get but it. There's, um, there's that the piece to camera. The, oh my god, we have to talk about this yeah. like one of Van Dam where he gets raised up into the oh. ceiling, which becomes the set. So it's like it was amazing. It's like it sort of comes so out of nowhere as well. Because even though it's kind of like this mockumentary, documentary style, whatever you want to call it, it's always like this is happening in real life. That's what you're meant to believe. And then they just suddenly pull him up, and you can see all kind of like the the, the lighting, lighting, the yeah. set, and it's like yeah. wait a minute and it's just like he's completely come out of that film this is actual Van Damme who is now talking to us the viewer parce que moi j'étais pas comme ça 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 c'est moi aujourd'hui avant j'étais maigre petit 
chez Tiff. Et j'ai commencé le karaté, donc le dojo, le respect. I timed it. I was like watching it for six minutes. And I've, at first I thought he was having like an out-of-body experience where he's like, you know, I thought he was almost going to pull the curtain back and be somewhat comical. And then he does this thing, this piece of camera, and he was like, there's all this emotion. He covers like, um, I wrote down, he covers like wealth, the whole point of celebrity, his career. He says, I've really done nothing. And then he says like, you know, all these people in this bank today, um, He says, I sound like, I, you know, it's so stupid to kill people. They're all so beautiful or something. And it's just this, but it's so intense. It's like, and, and you know for a fact he, he's almost doing it. It's going, look, I can actually act. It's just that nine times out of ten, you want me to kick people. It's, yeah. it's definitely yeah. a, a moment of self-reflection in the middle of a film. It's, it's, but it's stunning. I was just sitting there going, How, how's Van Damme doing this? Van Damme, la bête, le tigre de la cage. It's such a, a, a kind of a brave move for whoever commissioned this film to to put him into this character, but also for the film to all be in French, yeah. to be set in Brussels. It's, it's basically like everything you would not expect to be in a Van Damme Very film. And, you know, even as someone who's not really seen many Van Damme films, you know exactly what I was going to expect. So for them to say, right, actually, we're going to make a, a human film with not much action, and we're going to basically put your career on the line, you know, all right, the parallel of the whole thing. But uh, like you, you said, Nigel, like he hasn't done a, And many films before that, many films since. So it was a, you know, it was a poker himself. I don't know if he was involved in the writing or an exec producer. You got to, you got to think, right? Most of the script, it was mainly just done off the cuff kind of thing. They left it to them, like especially Van Damme's. Barely any of his script right. was actually written. It was kind of left to Van Damme to actually do. And like Van Damme's Hollywood history isn't great. Like the director had to have an agreement with Van Damme that the director would call cut rather than Van Damme because Van Damme had got used to making so many films where he'd be wow. like, end scene, cut, that kind of thing, that kind of like ego, whatever you want to call it. But specifically for the monologue scene, like Van Damme, no one knew what the content of that was. Like wow. they made sure it was almost like a cleared set. They had a big black curtain around him so, so none of the other car Holy cast shit. or crew could look him in the eyes. Huh. And it basically all they had was one line that when he said it, they would start lowering him back down. The key the line, yeah. I, I was thinking that when they lowered yeah. him I was like, there's a key moment there, yeah. And I think yeah. it's when he said that he didn't want to die in the, in the post office. Yeah, And there yeah, was a red yeah. light next to the camera, basically to let Van Damme know if the, the camera was running out of film. So, so oh. yeah, it, it was crazy, really. I think the director was a big fan of his, kind of had this idea to make this film, went to Van Damme with, with the idea and obviously got got his buy-in. And like as I said, a lot of the films ad-libbed, like the scene in the taxi when he didn't really know what oh, he was going to say. Yeah. yeah, it was just a case of basically all Van Damme's instruction was was just try always be polite, don't get pissed off. And this woman's just saying all sorts of stuff and she's really harsh. Yeah. And he's just kind of sat there taking it. But it's the classic celebrity thing, isn't it? It's like asking for a photo. Yeah, I've got to say yes. Oh, yeah. Can I have an autograph? Yes. The bit towards the end when he's coming out of the, the post office, I keep nearly saying bank. He keeps, comes out the post office and the film starts to Fincher-esque kind of go off, off real and then it becomes the Hollywood version of the end and he like yeah. punches the guy bia, bia, and then cheers to everybody like Yay! And then it goes back and then we see him coming out again almost like then this is like no this is the reality of it he comes out um they he elbows the guy and then he's immediately hit you know bum rushed to the ground and, and cuffed and everything mm -hmm. and taken off and it's just it's a very it's a very oh i, I 
a very self-aware film. Well, yeah. What did you? What did you? What did you think? Of oh, it? I thought I thought it was fucking great. I, I loved it. I, I really. I, I, it's not one of those movies I think I'd watch again, but I'd recommend mm. it to everybody. And it yeah. it deserves way more recognition than it's got. Oh man! I really enjoyed it as well. And to be honest, like as I said, I've kind of got this long history with Van Damme. And I think Smith, you might have suffered a little bit by not having seen some of the yeah. films. I think having. So seeing some of the better films from Van Damme's catalogue it kind of gives you a bit more context and there's another one I didn't mention The Quest which has like Roger Moore in and a blue oh it's just yeah. it's ridiculous but it, it's <laughs> his films are enjoyable uh, to a point as I said mm. there is one with like Dennis Rodman and there's another one yeah. with Rob Schneider but um but yeah, like seeing that, I think it's the perfect sort of counterbalance, counterweight to watching this film because it's it's completely different from anything he's ever done. As Etoc said, he actually proves he can act. He actually proves that he can have this real solid connection with the camera. But it's just a really well put together film, and it's something that was such a departure from everything else he's done that he deserved credit. And I'm sure it did very well in Europe as well. Like comparatively, as you say, it probably wasn't raking at the box office in the UK or the US or anywhere like that, but. But yeah, so what did you think of it anyway, Smith? Yeah, so like for someone, like I said, who's not really seen a Van Damme film, like like I said, I didn't really know what to expect. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I think I think you're right. I think maybe if you've seen some Van Damme, you probably get even more out of it. Yeah. You know, if I could imagine someone like, you know, Stallone doing that type of film, I think I would have enjoyed it that bit more. I was going to say the film um, would be called SS, but that's probably not a good title for a film. <laughs> yeah. But, but overall, like, I was pleasantly surprised. I... I really enjoyed the fact that he wasn't this hero that he was living his real life that when he's tied up in you know like being interrogated he's actually as scared as anyone else would be um that even though I was frustrated that he wasn't getting up and kicking them all but that's the whole intention of the film and I thought that was really clever um I really like the cinematography like oh, Etoch you mentioned gorgeous. like kind of the sepia look and you know I I I I really enjoyed that I love the fact that they did it in French and they were brave enough to to create a almost art house film yeah, yeah, with an yeah, international what would have been superstar you know 30 years ago um i love the comedy i love like the policemen going in in their pants and, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, like, <laughs> like like those like little moments that you know you don't need to see any film like van damme before to appreciate kind of you know what it's about yeah. Yeah, overall, I thought it was a really good film. I probably wouldn't watch it again either. I'd, I'd recommend people watch it. I wouldn't say it's my favourite film, but hey, like, yeah, I, I don't know what I was expecting. I wasn't probably expecting to like it, if I'm being honest. So the fact that I walked away and went, ah, that was pretty good. Um, it's made me want to watch some Van Damme films. And maybe if you guys listening, if you haven't seen any Van Damme and you watch this, maybe go away, watch a few Van Damme films first, like I, I will. And, uh, Bloodsport, come Bloodsport's back and watch the this. one, right? Bloodsport, if, I, if I could recommend three that people go away and watch, go watch, yeah. go watch Bloodsport because it's a classic. Go watch AWOL because it's kind of that perfect mid-ground between like he's, he's kind of breaking into Hollywood properly because I think like Bloodsport was made in like Thailand or somewhere random like that and then probably you toss a coin between Universal Soldier and Hard Target because like I said Hard Target mm. is this John Woo film and it should have been better than it was one day they may release the John Woo director's cut and everyone will be blown away by it but but yeah they're both very enjoyable films well, you're an international fucking movie star uh, name me another international movie star huh you work all the time you're well respected 
I lost my daughter. Okay, out of ten. So, what would you give JCVD Etoc? Oh, um, <laughs> eight. I'm going to go eight. I think it was really. Wow, yeah, okay. I think it was really bloody good. Really bloody good. Nigel. Well, I'm I'm quite tight with my ratings, I must say, but I'm going to get a supremely solid seven out of ten. Seven. Yeah. So for for me, it's a six, but um a six is yeah it's a good film like yeah i would say like six you're going into like that watchable ground where it's a good sort of solid to watch kind of film but not spectacular by any stretch. so basically our, our rating system is i whoever does the highest number the next person does the next one down. eight <laughs> eight seven six <laughs> eleven <laughs> every time my dad is on a tv show my friends make fun of me but you love your daddy I was going to say, do we do like an end thing about, oh, well, that was it for this episode and uh, join us next week as we review blah, 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 blue, blue, blue. I think you've just done it. just done it. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Right, let's move on. That's it, lads. Next. Well, I'm going to have a go at uh, doing an outro after Etoc just mocked me. But look, please, if you want to get in touch, why don't you email us on offradarpod at gmail.com. You can tweet us, offradarpodcast, and get in touch. Let us know what you think of that film, JCVD, or any of the films that we've talked about so far. We'd love to hear your opinions and views. And if you want to suggest a film, why don't you get in touch and let us know. We'll go away and watch it and review something that you love or don't love or whatever and uh, come back next time we are reviewing and watching Tenet the massive hit of 2020 by Christopher Nolan it's had real mixed reviews so we're gonna have a fascinating chat about that so join us next time on Off Radar